Episode 34. Can we talk? Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And tonight we're going to be continuing our online small group, working through our book, Stripped Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. Hopefully you guys are stripping down. Absolutely. having a good time this summer. You've uh, picked up a copy of the book, whether it's a physical copy or the ebook, um, Or the audio. Or the audio book. Um, we were actually interviewed earlier today um, from Brent Green. Brent Green, and he listened to our audiobook in one sitting while he was driving across Nebraska. I think he said Kansas, Kansas, Nebraska, Nebraska somewhere, somewhere there, in central, the Midwest, central United States. Um, and so it was nice to get the feedback from him on listening to the audiobook, and um, we're hearing a lot of great feedback from those of you that have picked it up. And so we thank you. Very um, much so. On that, and there are a number of comments. If you haven't picked up the book yet, Tony's got a number of comments and video uh, comments on the website yep. at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. So you can check out what others are saying before you uh, dig into it yourself. But we hope that you will so that you can participate with us over the next few weeks yeah. with this online small group that we are doing. Um, if you're new to our podcast, we always started off with talking about what's gone on over the past week and, uh, it's been a uneventful week. Relatively speaking. Yeah. You know, we were sitting yeah. here talking I'm like, what's happened this week? And you know, we actually had to like, go, okay. We've been just sort of mellow, just hanging out. And I'm sure many of you know this time period in your, your marriage where you're just sort of going through and everything just seems to be flowing even after maybe a big blow up the week prior or whatever. And it's just sort of nice. I think, I think it's during these weeks and these times in our marriages where we just got to really just appreciate it and just be so thankful for what we have, Mm -hmm. you know, and just bank it up because you guys know there's always going to be something that comes around the corner for many of you who've been married for a short time or a long time. For those of you who've listened to our podcast, this is episode 34. You've heard, Elise and I get on this podcast and work through arguments. Mm-hmm. The most recent <laughs> one was with me with my phone. Oh, yes. And home. that that was a big one. And I know I keep talking about this one, but we really need to think about this. I, I think as a generation, we need to really think about our phone use. It, it, it's interesting because in my day job, I... I'm the dent dude. I take dents out of cars, paintless dent repair, and I've been doing it for 13 years. So I come in into uh, interaction with a number of people. And it's really interesting, the lively conversations I get to have with my clients. And I am not kidding you. Over this last week, almost every one of my clients, I've had either a conversation about the housing market or about the use of cell phones and smartphones and how it pertains to our marriages. Wow. I don't and, think you'd share that with me. And the the last one I had, which was on Friday night, really cool, really cool guy lives here in Poway. And we happened to just start talking about marriage and led into, well, talking about my work and how long I've been doing it, which led into the family and led into talking about the podcast and one and what we do and why we do it. And, and actually I was able to even talk to God about this couple to God or about God to this couple, uh, come to find out they're, they're Christians themselves. And, you know, we were just going over a myriad of stuff. And, and this is an, uh, an older couple, four kids, all of them are out of the house now. Mm. So they're empty nesters, but it's interesting. This guy's partner got served a couple months back and I, I was like, wow, what, what happened there? And he goes, oh, he goes, these dang phones, he goes, they're killing them. He goes, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll go to a lunch and he will be sitting on the phone for the 45 minutes out of an hour lunch. Wow. And so, you know, what he does when he walks into the house after a long day of work, what's he do? He's right on the phone, doesn't give his wife any bit of time. You know, all she's looking for is maybe a half hour, 45 minutes, maybe 
Right. Nothing you know, crazy. Just nothing crazy. Interact just with me. Interact with her. And it, it just, he didn't do it. And, you know, my client was just like, man, these, these darn phones, they just get in the way. And so I'm going to stop right there with phones because we've talked about it like the last three weeks and you guys are probably going Tony enough already. I just think it's interesting. The more and more I talk about it, the more and more people keep talking to me about it. So I notice that there is a correlation. There is something going on. Right. And so in our marriages, we need to be very cognizant about that. And I'm going to keep bringing it up to you guys. Keep it on the forefront. You know, if you're thinking about it, if you're conscious about it, then you're going to at least think. You know, that's our hope that if you, you know, kind of get the sense that you're spending too much time on your phone, go with that. You probably are. Yeah. Or if you're not sure, ask your spouse, you know, and be okay with the answer. If they say, yes, you are, would you please put the phone away? Um, Or they might not say it as nicely as that, like (laughs) I did. Um, Be understanding of that because they're giving you, they're communicating to you. Right. That where you are with your phone or your technology, whatever it is, whether it's Facebook or your phone or your computer, they're telling you that they're not getting right. You. That's right. So, so. at least I continuously working on that. So what mm-hmm. else happened this week? We, we took your grandmother out to lunch. We took Nunda Mary, my 87 year old grandmother to lunch on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And my, uh, my grandmother, she's getting down there in age. She, or up, up there up. in age <laughs> down there. She, <laughs> She's getting, what is she having? She's having a little, um, what what do they call that when loss of memory and all that? Yeah. I mean, she's just, she's showing the she's early signs. Uh, you know, she's 87. Yeah. You know? So we, we just make it a point to bring the kids up there mm-hmm. and hang out with her and just take her out to lunch and um, just be around because she is going to be moving into an active seniors living apartment, which will be. About 20, 25 minutes away from my folks. Okay, you couldn't see that, but Tony just did quotes around active seniors. <laughs> it's the first <laughs> time I've heard him describe it like that. And he's got the fingers going, which, of course, you can't see. So I, just, <laughs> I had to share that with you. Fingers, active seniors. So it, it was just, it was cool. It, it was good to, to go see Nunda Mary and, uh, and hang out with her. And then we've just, we've spent the last week, um, I, I don't even really know how it got started, but we've also been playing a lot of board games with our kids. Yeah, we have been. And... I have, we've been playing oodles and oodles of shoots and ladders and Candyland and um, allowance, this game called allowance, which is a great way of, you know, having them count out money and, you know, you spend some, you lose, you earn some, you spend some. Anyway, um, we're looking for suggestions (laughs) from anyone out there on other good board games that you and your kids love. Keep in mind that our kids are, you know, seven and younger. Um, and so something that would be appropriate for either one or both of them would be great because um, I think Tony played about 12 games of shoots and ladders today on top of the five that I played. I did with them. It was, it was a shoots and ladder tournament with Tony and Alex who won. Did he win? Uh, He won. Yeah. I think he won at the end. Pulls it out. You know, it's really good when we, when we do that sort of stuff and Elise and I haven't been really doing that much but one of our big things is sort of just turning the tv off more and more with the kids because we know with with tv and electronics for them there's too much stimulation and then we get almost excessive crying and unbearable behavior and so i know as as tough it is as it is to just turn it off and have to be a parent we're we're trying to be parents (laughs) there there are still times when we just let the tv be the parent but well, we're trying and, you know, again, we all go through these waves and right now we're just in a wave where we're just sort of like turning it off because last week we just had, it just sort of all blew up and it, we can almost pinpoint it to electronic use and sugary consumption in our kids. And I, and I pretty much cut out their sugar. Yeah. that Well, that's another thing we just were doing this week. We, we launched, well, Dustin who many of you may know with Engage Marriage and I launched Fit Marriage, our, our test group this week. So that started today. We have 16 couples doing that with us. Mm-hmm. And so Elise and I are actually doing that together. And Fit Marriage is about being active physically, like fitness active in a recreational 
intimacy with your spouse and doing something that the two of you can do together and to um, be able to just have fun, lose weight, tone up. And so we're working on that program. It's a 12-week program. It's in the test stages. And hopefully, if all goes well, that should be out by the first of the year mm-hmm. sometime. But it's cool. That, that's that been really fun. And in the process, Elisa and I are going through our nutrition again. Right. Which we've done many, many evolutions of over the last 10 years. Ooh, has it been More. that long? Well, before, before the PCT hike. Before the PCT, so 2000. Oh, yeah. It has so been it has 10 to, years. it's probably 12 years. Well, yeah, it's probably longer because it was when we first started hiking. So that was like 97, mm. 98. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so, long time. So Lisa and I have gone through a lot of fitness programs, a lot of nutritional highs and lows. Mm-hmm. So and we're just on and another it's, one. It's one of those things, too, where, you know, when you can see the direct impact that sugars have on your children... <laughs> It makes you a little more motivated to cut them out. Even in us. Well, and I have to. I mean, it's for me, and we've talked about this um, on the podcast, is that I realize that I have a sugar intolerance, Mm -hmm. um, probably borderline sugar allergy, um, but I definitely can't handle high quantities of sugar. Right. And so over the last two months, probably maybe three now, um, have really been working to eliminate massive quantities of sugar for my dad. And it's, you know, it's so cute now because we've got Alex trained to look at product labels, food labels to identify the amounts of sugar because he knows if anything has got crazy amounts of sugar, I'm not going to buy it. So like he doesn't even ask. He's like, hold on, mom, I gotta look at the sugar. And if it's in this acceptable range, um, then he'll present it to me. But if it's not, then I'm like, sorry, dude, (laughs) doesn't make the cut. Um, And so that's very encouraging to see that happening now of course the kid does not like vegetables um in most forms and so a couple times a week we get the ah that smells disgusting i'm not eating that and then his little sister ever the people pleaser is like oh mommy this is the best dinner you've ever made yeah well and then she'll turn into tears and two minutes later and be in her room (laughs) so yeah but at least she tells me the food's good (laughs) we we all have our fun stories, don't we? Oh, yeah. We do. Oh, yeah. And I think part of marriage is just sitting down and reminiscing about them and just going, you know what? Even with all the tirades and all the crap, we still come at the end of the day and we smile and we have a good time. So. Very much so. I would I would say if you guys are in one of those times where you're just sort of like pulling your ha- hair out and just going, ah. I just can't stand my kids. Uh, or you my know spouse. What? Or my spouse. <laughs> Come on. You know, sit down and talk about it. Or, or you know, I mean, the first chapter, uh, I'm going to kind of segue into the book um, sure. now because we're, t- yeah. you know, we are kind of talking about chapter four, uh, which is the third key, which is, you know, let's talk. It's mm-hmm. intellectual intimacy. It's, it's getting past that. Hey honey, how was your day? And you know, I tune you out the minute you open your mouth. It's, you know, it's sitting down, it's reminiscing, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times you start, you know, pulling up those funny things like, I mean, Tony, you know, we start talking about our nutrition and Tony and I have done some crazy things with meal plans and nutritional styles over the year. I mean, it got to the point where we were doing, I can't even remember what the name of the plan was, but. Which one? You, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, you're laughing. Which one? No, because I said, you said, I can't remember what, which one it is. And I'm like, which one? Yeah. Yeah. That's sorry. Um, but Tony got so lean. I mean, his body fat was ridiculous that he turned into this monster. I mean, it was bad. I was like, who are you? Cause he's a pretty happy go. I mean, you guys know he's a pretty happy go lucky guy. And yeah, I just remember going, there's something wrong here. And well, and what we learned from there is that when my percent body fat gets too low, your brain needs so much fat to to function, and I was just so lean at that time that I was just uh, it was bad news. It was bad. So you know we have those fun talks, and, and we you know we reminisce and we talk about those things that were important to us in the past and how they've shaped our relationship. And, and you ha- you have that laughter. Yeah, laughter is really good for your marriage. Yeah, and you know that's something that I think was lost in hours for a, for a while. Oh yeah. 
we've well, had we our were, seasons. We were so strict and stringent with the kids, and that and that would that would turn into us being strict with each other, and there wasn't laughter. And we've we've learned to just let go more, and mm-hmm. just sort of okay. You you know what we need to put down on the show notes is we'll put up the video that we just did last week for Marriage mm-hmm. Minute Monday, which is called Just Thirty Minutes. And in this video, Elisa and I talk, and it's more than a minute, it's like three minutes. Sorry, guys. But Elisa and I talk about, you know, taking 30 minutes a week, maybe 10 minutes, three nights a week to pick up a devotional, and we give you three options in there, and and start reading them with each other. And I will have to say, Elisa and I, sometimes we do these videos because it's something that we need to do. And... (laughs) This is this is one of those areas that Elise and I have been talking about doing and we haven't. So really when we make a video and we put it out there for you guys, it's like we're held accountable because now we want to go do it. And so this past week we we picked up Nightlight by the Dobsons for parents and it's it's a once a night topic. Mhm. Or it's a weekly topic, but once a night. There's a there's a devotional reading for every day. There you go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Each week has its own topic. And so Sunday through th- Saturday, the readings are on that topic. There you go. And so Elise and I read out loud to each other. We switch each night. And then at the end, there's some questions. And we sit there and we answer the question as truthfully and honestly as we can. And some discussion gets brought up. And sometimes we're just like, nope, that, that works for us or you know, and we're on the same page and other times a a little bit more discussion will happen. And then after that's prayer. So let's add that to, I did. Okay. So you guys can see that, that video. And if you don't, if you aren't signed up for our e-newsletter, that's what it is. It's a one, usually a one minute video. We were very ambitious when we kicked that off and we were doing it once a week as summer has hit, it's been down to two or one time a month. And hopefully once the kids go back to school next Wednesday, Hallelujah. Elise and I will have our one day a week morning where we record those and yes, where we record stuff stuff. and do things like that. So we hope to get to get more than one, if not at least two a month out. So, you know, we're not spamming you guys. We're we're telling you about what's happening. Mm -hmm. And, um, but that, that devotional time, you know, it ties into this chapter on talking. Mm-hmm. It, it's a time for us, you know, as we're going through and, and you know, this particular devotional deals with parenting. And, and so it's a time for us to really kind of, you know, in relation to the kids, we get past the, well, Alex did this today or Abby did this. And, you know, we're not talking about the surface good things or bad things. It's like, you know, what's really going on with the kids? You know, what do you think about this that's happening with them or this you know, in their future or the school year coming up, you know, what do we need to be praying for? And that's the same kind of conversation that you need to have in terms of your marriage. You know, you need to spend the time and this is definitely a time intimacy. I mean, you need to invest the time in truly communicating with your spouse, being able to take down those barriers, take down those walls and, you know, get into meaningful conversation. I'm not talking about, honey, can you pick up milk on the way home from work? That's not communication as it pertains to this chapter. Episode 31, we talked about the, from the pure bed, that questionnaire questionnaire. about Mm -hmm. sex and what you like and don't like. Right. That is a perfect thing to pick up. That is absolutely fantastic. I was talking to a buddy this week who saw, no, I talked to him last week who saw that when I posted it up on Twitter and he and his wife went through it and he even said, he goes, you know what? There are some things on there that we felt really uncomfortable talking about and they've been married for many years and more than us. And he goes, you know what? The way I approached it was, honey, if you, if it, if you feel uncomfortable, that's okay. It's not that we have to do any of this. You know, because if you do pick this up, it does talk about. It just goes into detail. Okay. We'll leave it at that because we don't want to have to put the explicit mark for this one. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, it goes into detail and he was telling his wife, it's not that we have to do it 
but it is good that I know and we're learning about each other after all these years. And so that, so episode 31 has that. If you haven't gone over it already, I would, at least, and I would suggest that you do. We did it. Uh, great piece of uh, material there, resource there for you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's finding different tools. I mean, we have, do you still have the questions up on, um, in the resources section? Sure do. This is it 77 questions. Sure do. Yeah. If you go into our resources tab, um, there are 77 questions to get the conversation started. I mean, those are great tools to use. You know, if you're in a, if you're in a situation, if you're in a point in your marriage where the conversation's not flowing so easily, check out those questions. You know, don't, assume that you're going to sit down and go through all 77, but pick one or two mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I just want to, you know, get back to getting to know one another, right. know what is going on in your, in your husband or wife's lives that, you know, is exciting. You know, what are they passionate about now? What are they scared about? What's going on that they're just uncertain about, you know, because if all you talk about is, you know, stuff in passing is your, you know, <laughs> flying through the kitchen on your way out the door to pick the kids up from practice or to go here or to go there. Sometimes those things that really matter just don't get discussed because there isn't time, mm-hmm. you know? And if you, if you say, you know what, three times a week, pencil it in on your calendar, <laughs> you know, if it's not getting done and you need to pencil it in on your calendar, do so. Right. There's nothing wrong with putting your spouse on your calendar. Right. And and it doesn't have to be crazy. I mean, it doesn't have to be these two hour long sessions. I, I would honestly, I would suggest 15, 20 minutes. Right. Really. I mean, there, there, it doesn't need to be these long drawn out conversations. Now, are there times when you need to do that? Sure thing. I mean, we all know that at least when I have conversations that they're deep and it, it takes an hour, two hours to sort of get through all the little stuff and, and the big stuff. But I think if you're just at a point where you just want to start diving back into knowing who you guys really are, 15 minutes, 20 Mm -hmm. minutes, take the time, make it, make it a priority. Turn the damn TV off, you know, pick up, pick up the Bible, read it to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I heard from a couple of couples in the last couple of weeks as well. You know, things are happening and they're not communicating anymore. He doesn't know what she's thinking. He does. She doesn't know what he's thinking. There's, there's tension. The walls are up. The mask is on. And I'm going to tell you, you guys need to come together and just pray. It's going to be tough, but you got to pray for your spouse. We serve them and to serve them means we need to pray for them and over them and for them and vice versa. Absolutely. And so I think that can really break it down. So you just bring it up before God and it's not just you and her just trying to bang it out and make it work. Mm-hmm. If we call ourselves Christians and we believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross for us, he can do a lot in your marriage. I think sometimes we just forget that and we right. want to take control and I'm, and I'll step up to the plate. I'm one of those dudes at times. So you guys know I'm telling you the truth when I when I fall and when I fail and when I try to take control and I'm one of those guys who likes to try to take control. So uh, and I've and I've learned and and I'm just hopefully giving you something that will just will just trigger you. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And you know that talking piece it, it's such a critical component actually of so many of these different keys. Um, and it goes directly into the very next one, which is money matters. It's chapter five in the book. And this is your financial intimacy. Mm-hmm. This is everything from, you know, how you spend your money, how you save your money. What are your long-term financial goals? Do you have long-term financial goals? Do you uh, know who's spending the money, where it's going? Do you know who's saving it? Do you know where your money is? Right. You know, I used to be in banking prior to kids. And I I remember the older women that would come in after their husband had died and they had no clue. No clue about how many accounts they had. No clue about where the, you know, if there was retirement, nothing. Their husbands 
had done everything and didn't feel like it was important or necessary to burden his, you know, their wives with this information. And then, you know, Mr. So-and-so dies and his wife has no clue. Man. And I remember, you know, this was, well, seven plus years ago. I mean, I was pregnant with Alex and, um, I just remember going, that will never be me. That's hard. That will never be me because you know, I, what do you do? And so, you know, to back up even further than that, Tony and I got married and we were, we were crazy in debt. You know, if, if you guys have, I forget which one we talked about that. Um, it was one of the early ones. Okay. Um, but we, we got married. Tony had student loans. There were car loans. We financed our long distance relationship on credit cards. Um, very little income, lots and lots of debt. And that was compounded in the early years of our marriage. And then we started making more money and we started spending more money. Um, so we got in that crazy cycle of, you know, never really saving, you know, we were making enough to pay the bills, but we had no plan. Hmm. No plan. (laughs) Man, I just, I'm just, as you bring all that up, I'm just going, Wow. And we didn't talk I, about I, it. I don't know how. I, I do, Honestly, there are just times I'm just thinking about it, I'm going, how in the heck did we make it through? How? Oh, I don't I, 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 mean, I just don't know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's it's just all I can remember about those times and those eras were pornography. We'd go out with your group of workers, co-workers, oh, gosh. and we would just <laughs> honestly just drink. Yep. And... I'm just going, what are we, how did we make it? I, I, yeah. I, I just don't know. And I mean, all I can remember is just drinking myself to oblivion and just waking up on a Saturday and having no energy, nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're lucky if we can make burritos back then. Well, we yeah, because I would go to the money. grocery store and spend, you know, $30, $40 for the week. And, and know, fortunately, I didn't just, cook, so it right. was... It, it was just, uh, it was just tough. Yeah. It, it was tough. And I, and I just, I feel for all of you who are dealing with this. I do. I do. I know the pain. I know the hurt. I know that you don't want to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because there are times that I don't think I did either because I don't remember it. I, I just, I have put it so far out of my mind because I, I, I just, I hated that time. Mm-hmm. I, I hated it. I hated you know the the passion in the romance in our marriage was was very just it was muted. <laughs> I mean, because there was so much uh, oh, on top of us that, and we didn't talk about it. Right, that was it the was big just, thing. And, and, and if we had talked about, it, I think it would have been a lot much, a lot better. Because at least it would have been open, and we could have gone through some of this or and sought help. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of what Elisa and I have gone through has been in the dark. We've come through, we pulled ourselves up on our own because every time I would look around and try to find somebody as a man to, to look to, to go, I need help. They'd always turned away. Mm. And I don't want that to happen to you guys. You know, crap happens. And sometimes we got to speak up and we got to seek help. Right. And I think finances as a man, as a provider in most of families, um, and not all, but we put so much of who we are, our identity and our work and what we make that when we are falling flat on our face or we're close to falling flat on our face, we do not seek help because we're scared of what's going to happen. And I, I want I want you guys to know that there are, fantastic people out there mm-hmm. you know you guys know that we went through dave ramsey our friend Derek Sisterhand, his book get naked has just been released and he writes that to like year zero to five but anybody could pick up this book and get their finances started on the right track it is right. a fantastic book put that in the show notes so we yep. can link that to him um so it, it's it, it's tough it's tough. I know it. But if we go back to chapter four, let's talk. 
you know, let's talk about it mm-hmm. and let's work through it. Let's seek help. If you don't want to do one-on-one, get in a small group. Maybe somebody's doing the financial piece at a church nearby. You can work with people who are there. You can build it together, but you guys got to be doing it together because it's going to make a difference. Well, and that's, uh, your finances are so intimately linked, um, or let's put it this way. They should be. I know there are lots of couples Mm -hmm. out there that keep their finances separate, um, in marriage and, that can bring on its own set of complications, which I can't really speak to because from the very beginning, we've commingled all of our accounts. There is no his and hers. Um, I just know from having friends who have kept their finances separate, what they talk about. So that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but when you've got savers and spenders and relationships and you've got, you know, somebody that's goal oriented and somebody that's not, you know, all of these things play into your finances and, you know, whether you live on a little or you live on a lot, you still need to make your money go as far as it can mm-hmm. in your marriage. Um, and you need to be on the same page or at least know what the page is that you're trying to be on, um, what the goals are. You need to have goals. You know, if you're just working and you've got no goals and you, you've got a pile of bills and you don't know how you're going to pay them, make a plan. Mm-hmm. Start talking about it. Tackle the little bills first <laughs> so you can get those out of the way. Have a sense of accomplishment that the little ones are gone. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's a Dave Ramsey thing. You know, the baby steps. You start the debt snowball and um, there is a sense of accomplishment as those bills start to get paid, as you start reaching your financial goals, as you start to get on financial get a financial foundation underneath you. Right. I mean, we're in a situation where with the exception of our mortgage, we've been debt free since 2002. Well, don't forget we had the car. We did, we do did, we did do the, a loan on the, on the, on the car business, and that was, the, that was a business, business um, expense. But other than that, our mortgage, Oh, we haven't had any credit cards. We, we haven't had like, credit cards since 2001. Mm-hmm. I want to say, and whenever, and and after becoming debt free, our car rate after that was paid for in cash. The mm-hmm. next one was my business car, and we put a pretty good chunk of change down and made sure to pay it off early. Yeah. So, it, it you know when you when you look at strip down and you're probably going, my goodness, guys, there's so much to do. What do I do now? Strip down is a resource for you. It, it's not a step by step like Elisa was saying like the baby steps that Dave Ramsey does you have to do this to do this to do this we never intended strip down to be that way we intend strip down to be a resource for you so if you're dealing with financial intimacy well chapter five is right for you that's where you need to be you pick up strip down you learn a little bit about us you're, you're listening to our podcast you read chapter five you may pick up Derek's book get naked you may go to Dave Ramsey you may go to get coaching at your church mm-hmm. and you put down our book until that is at a point in your marriage. The intimacy is now at a, you get to a point where you're going, you know what, hun, we're doing better. Now we want to hit an emotional intimacy. So you pick it up again, you get into, to let's talk and some of the other keys and you may put it down or you may be at the point right now where we know a number of couples after seven days of sex challenge. I mean, that transformed their marriage. Mm-hmm where they can pick this up and they're going, you know what? Seven days of sex challenge made such a difference in our marriage, but now there's still little things we want to tweak. And so as we move further into the book, we have Radio Shack to Love Shack talking about turning your room around or uh, take the lead or, or other areas. So Strip Down is not meant to be a book where you just read it and go, oh, okay, I need to do all this. No, no, no. It, it's a resource for you that you can continuously pick up and put down. Absolutely. And, and with financial intimacy, Elise and I believe in it. It is necessary. We have had since coming out of that period, and again, it's taken years to look back and go, but once that was off of our plate and I would say six months to a year after that, I could tell the difference our lovemaking was. Well, 
the reality is, is that women, I, I, okay, I'm going to make a generalization here. And so I'm, I'm, please go for it. I, I'm putting that disclaimer on here. I think most women in relationships and marriage need to have financial security. And I think when that is absent for whatever reason, it puts a lot of stress. Obviously it puts stress on both partners, but when a woman doesn't have financial security, it's very hard for her to be physically intimate without that being a nagging ever present Mm -hmm. worry in her mind. The, the fine, I, I am very blessed right now that we don't have that as an issue Mm-hmm. as a worry. Yep. I mean, we're sensitive obviously to what's going on in the economy. You're, you're in the automotive industry. Um, if people are not buying cars, it does impact, Yeah. you know, it impacts us. Right. Um, and it has, but because we don't have that burden of debt outside of the mortgage and the car, we don't have the revolving debt. We don't have the credit card debt hanging over our heads. We are better equipped well, the business doesn't carry any debt either. The business doesn't carry any debt. We have the mortgage. Your car is paid off now. Yeah. I mean, it's the mortgage. Right. That's. And we thing. live in Southern California. So all of you who are out there going, oh, it's just a mortgage. Dude, we live in Southern California. That's all I got to say. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got to say. Anytime, anytime you want to see where we live, just pop in San Diego and add about 30% to whatever you're seeing. And that's what we bought it at. So... It, it, it is a big, it is a big part of what we deal with. But we do pay our good weather tax here. That's what we like to call it. Because but I wouldn't trade it for the world. And it's, we've put ourselves in a position to be able to, to do that. And financial intimacy though, isn't something that you just finish and you don't talk about. Elisa and I discuss our finances on a weekly basis. We know what's going on. We are discuss today. We are even discussing it because we are really making a point to, decrease the sugars, go more organic, go more clean. And by going cleaner on our food, it also raises the cost of our food. So we were discussing, okay, what does that look like? Are there, is there something that we can adjust for next month? Do we need to add more money to that? So we are constantly discussing it. And so it's almost a fusion between your financial and your emotional intimacy or intellectual intimacy, because we're bringing all of that together. And some of these aren't, and I'll make that clear. Some of these intimacies don't just stand alone. Right. Oh, very much. I mean, when we think of a, when we think of physical intimacy and we can say, we can break that down into sexual intimacy. It, it is on its own one intimacy, but we bring the emotional intimacy into it as well. Mm -hmm. And by bringing the two together, I believe we have a much, more enjoyable experience. Sure. True. Yeah, I agree. All right. And mm-hmm. wanted to put out there, we didn't get any phone calls this past week. So we got a little prize coming up. So this this next week, we'd love to hear your feedback, pros, cons, what you like, what you don't like, um, questions, and we'll pick out a winner out of all those. Hopefully we'll be able to play play those or if you have an email you can email or well our phone number first off is 858-876-5663 you can email me at ask tony at one extraordinary marriage.com or me at ask elisa at one extraordinary marriage.com we got some cool things here we got a what is this honey that's aromatherapy candle an aromatherapy candle what's this stuff that's like a little romance kit we got like a romance kit and we're not going to give all these away next week. We'll pick one of them. And then we got a, a create passion, the collection. So this has a candle, linen mist, massage cream, bath and shower gel, personal lubricant, and a towel. Do you want to say who this is from? Yeah. And this is all from, uh, What's her her, name? uh from Martha. Mm-hmm. Martha makes the action wipes and this is her other line. Um, she, she is just a wonderful lady. And unfortunately, a lot of the smells just are too much for Elisa. And so we want to give them away to you guys. You guys can check them out at lifeelements.com. So 
tell Martha thank you. So email us, call us, let us know. We'll mm-hmm. pick out one and we'll, uh, you'll have to come to back to the podcast to listen to here if you want. Oh, you're going to make them come back and if find you out. You got to come back. <laughs> yeah. And, and on that note, if you are enjoying One Extraordinary Marriage podcast, please tell a friend. Just tell one. We want to continue to grow. We have almost 28,000 downloads. We would love to see our subscribers grow. Uh, we've been sort of stagnant lately, and that's just being truthful and honest with you guys. We'd love to, to reach more more couples, and we're doing the best that we can. But really, Elise and I can toot our horns all we want. It's when it comes from you guys that it makes a big difference. It's when it comes from one of you telling your girlfriends or one of your buddies going, hey, man, I'm, I'm listening to these guys. You need to, You need to check them out. That's when it. That's when it makes a big difference. I mean, we can toot our horn, and I think people will just drown, just tune us out every once in a while. So, what are you saying? People, people tune us out. Is that what you're saying? No, not all the time. I'm just saying every once in a while. Oh yeah. All right. I tune you out sometimes. I know you do. <laughs> all right. Let's get into. I think we got time for one more, babe. Do we? Yep. Okay. We got, we got time. Let's do it. Well, the next key, and it's chapter six in the book, is the chapter's called What Do We Do Now? And this chapter's on recreational intimacy, really talking about what you guys do together. You know, Tony had mentioned um, that he and Dustin have started fit marriage as a way for couples to exercise and get fit together. Um, early on in our marriage, there was the Christmas that everything I got for Christmas was hiking related. Everything <laughs> from, yeah, this was good. You know, nothing like having your mother-in-law say, is he trying to tell you something? Because I got the hiking boots, the hiking guide, the water bottles, the fanny pack. Um, that was really cool. I'm trying to think if you, yeah, it was, I mean, it was all like you went to REI and, you know, just kind of walked around the hiking section and that's what I got for Christmas that year. But those are some of our best child, you know, pre-child memories um, of those crazy adventures that we'd take with, you know, backpacks strapped on and mosquitoes. And, you know, those were things that we did together. And, you know, you guys need to figure out if it's been a long time since you've done stuff together besides sit on the couch and watch a movie. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But there might be other stuff that you don't even know that you and your spouse like to do, or it's been so long you've forgotten. And one of the recommendations we make in this chapter uh, is that you sit down and you make a top 10 list. You independently, that means you do not look over your spouse's shoulder. You do not discuss this while you're making a list. In fact, I would suggest going into another room so that you're not even tempted. Um, You make a list of 10 things that you would like to do. And then you guys get back together and you start going down your list to see where there's overlap. Mm -hmm. And if there's no overlap, then, you know, go back and choose another five or 10 things. Uh, And for those of you that are wondering, because we got this question in our small group and we did this, you can put sex on the list. It counts. It's a valid answer. Um, But I'd make sure to, to find something else too. Well, I'm just in case anybody's asking the question, we know that it came up in our small group. And so I just want to address it. Um, But it was really enlightening. You guys heard us talk last week, how we went and saw the musical fame. Well, Tony and I first did this exercise three, four years ago, three, three years ago and found out that we both put musicals and plays on our list. It has taken us three years to make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you you understand you got to make the list now <laughs> because it might sure, take you that long to make it happen. To make sure something happens, in that <laughs> that one particular item has taken us that long. Others for us were just taking walks on the beach, right? Um, you know, seeing the sunset, things of that nature. Going for a drive without the chatterboxes in the right. back. So. So you want to find, you know, your top three or four that you guys overlap and get out there and do it. For us, just the musical and plays, it just took us a while. Although we, when we went to California Adventure, we saw Aladdin. Both kids fell asleep. That was good. I like that one. 
the Aladdin. I, I didn't the, really, the Aladdin in California Adventures. Was yeah, good. I just didn't really feel like like we were together there. I know. Was but but I'm just saying that that musical was good. Okay, well, <laughs> wow, you're getting all fired up. I'm going to go see <laughs> Aladdin again. Um, I, lo- I you know there's something about musicals to me and and that are just it's awesome. I, I the the talent mm-hmm. which I have none of that. It, it just it resonates with me. Got it. Um. I'm just, I kind of got off track there when you said the talent that you don't have any of, and I'm thinking, no, the, absolutely right. The talent of that. Um, and, and actually this week on priceless gifts and you can go to our Facebook fan page. So facebook.com backslash one extraordinary marriage. They joy who is the author of that blog. She put up a post on strip down. They, they picked it up and they're reading it and she just really felt that where they needed to spend some time was it was in recreational intimacy and what came up for them was playing cards it was something they did before they got married it's something they haven't done in years but go read her blog mm-hmm. it's quick it's a quick one and see what happened yeah. I mean, it's, it's the little things, you know, I mean, there might be big things that show up on your list, but I, you know, a lot of the couples that we have had do this exercise, um, that when they did it in our small group, it was amazing. All the little things that maybe you did when you were dating or, or in the early years of your marriage, but as mm-hmm. life starts to take over, you, you know, a lot of times it's the little things that get pushed to the side right. and you forget that those were the things that you really enjoyed doing together. And it's, it's a, such a simple exercise to get you refocused on that. It is. And yet again, you know, this blog on priceless gifts, um, you know, reading, I mean, the joy that they're experiencing by spending this time together comes through in her blog. And and we've heard it from other people that are like, Oh, we never thought about that. Or I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know Tony liked musicals. I mean, at the point in time that we did this, we'd been married almost 11 years. You would have thought it would have come up in conversation sometime in 11 years, but it never did. No. And there were other things that we thought would come up on the list. You know, as you start having the car, Oh, I thought you'd like to do that. Well, no, I just do that because you like to do that. Or there were things that showed up on Tony's list that I had no idea. You know, you like, you're interested in cooking shows. We watch Sam, the cooking guy here, um, who happens to be a local that we enjoy watching. Yeah. And you know, I didn't know he enjoyed that. I love watching cooking shows. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you start to be able to, it opens up that, you know, again, it goes back to the first key that we talked about tonight. Let's talk, but it opens up those doors of communication to say, you know what, let's try something new. Mm-hmm you know what, tonight is my night. You know, we're going out on a date tonight. Let's go do one of the things on our top 10 list. It it gives you the opportunity to have those conversations to make that work and to to really rekindle those, those sparks of spending time together. Right. I mean, if you're, and if you're wondering about that worksheet, you can go to one extraordinary marriage.com backslash stripped dash down dash resources so that's one extraordinary marriage.com backslash stripped dash down can we just put that in the show notes? resources we can do that as well okay yep. we'll, we'll just and if you, you get the book there. if you get that in the if you buy the book it's there so um pick up your ebook pick up your physical book or your audio book actually the audio book it's not there but there you go <laughs> Because it's audio, it's an audio form, but I don't know if we put it in there. <laughs> I, I'm just laughing because you're just you're just on a roll tonight with these like, you know, the, all these visual things that people have to see. That right, yeah. So that's it. So hopefully this week you learn something new. You're going to talk. You're going to work on your finances, or you're going to find something that you guys love doing together, and you're going to go attack it and go do it. And you're going to call in and tell us what about this week's podcast that you liked. Or didn't, or didn't like. like, or made you think. We're at a point, guys, that we need some feedback from you. We, we need to know if we're going in the right direction, if you're digging what we're doing. Um, if you're not, you know, let us know. Is there a topic that you would like us to discuss? 
we need to hear back from you guys. Or if you need more information on, you know, as we're going through these keys, um, you know, if, if there's something that you're like, you know what, I need you guys to talk about that a little bit more. I know for me, I'd like to hear about that because obviously this is, this is very much the condensed version. Yeah. Um, you know, if you guys want us to go, you know, either something that's coming up for those of you that have your copy of the book and you know that something's coming up and you're like, you know what, I really need, I've got these questions about that topic. Can you address these in the podcast? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Can you, can you go into a little more detail on that? We're happy to do so, but we can't do that unless we hear from you guys. Right. Um, because you know, we're just here. This is date night for us having a talk over the microphones. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up to you real quickly was our church is doing a, a church wide series this fall. And with that goes a church wide small group. Elisa and I planned to do strip down as a small group at the church, but obviously because of the church wide, we are unable to. So if you live in San Diego and you are interested in hosting, basically being the point person for a stripped down small group, Alisa and I would love to talk to you because we would actually love to lead it. We just need somebody at a church to spearhead it, uh, get six to seven couples. So we'd be a total of about eight couples and it's eight weeks long, an hour and a half each session. And if that is of any interest to you, give us a call or email us. We would love to do that this this fall. Um, and it can be for any age group. We, you know, Like we said, our last one, we had couples that were a handful of months married to 20-something years married. Mm-hmm. You could do it if, if you're a younger couple and you want to do it towards you know the, the zero to five-year range, we can do that as well. Or if you're in the older range and you want to just hone in on 15-plus years, we can do that as well. So... We, we would really love to, to be in front of a group this fall and do as a small group. So if uh, you have any leads or contacts, please let us know about that. Other than that, what do we got? We got some prizes. So call us. <laughs> Email us. Yes, we are bribing you. We are bribing We, you. we are bribing That's all right. Be back. Uh, we love I you have guys. No problem. And so I have no problem with that. Part of that, that gig. Let us know what's happening. Hit me on Twitter at one on fire. You can join us on our Facebook fan page, facebook.com, One Extraordinary Marriage. Let us know what you think over there. You don't need to wait for us to post. Mm-hmm. Throw up whatever you want on the wall. It's, it's totally cool. We want to interact with you guys. We want to know what's happening. And until next week, we love you guys. <laughs>